on this episode, we talk about outsourcing everyday tasks, depth and width, and how I react when somebody asks for a selfie. Vey, Nerd, Chuck, and this is episode 178 of the Ask Gary V Show. It's a very exciting day here at Vayner, D-Rock. You can show it. We'll give them a little, we'll give them a little look on what's going on. The big, ca- these are, D-Rock, are you, in- these are big cameras, D-Rock. I mean, you're rolling with a very small camera. Is this making you feel insecure? I mean, these are big ass cameras, D-Rock. You okay? Yeah. All right, India, I know you were sick and shoveled in. I'm super excited you're feeling better. Much better. You're excited to be back? Yes. Very you miss the show? Yeah, every day. Good, thank you very much. <laughs> All right, so let's get into that show, India. Let's go rocking and rolling. We're on a tight schedule today, but a couple now, I wanna, I know, sorry. I wanna talk about a couple things. One, thank you guys so much for all the love on Daily V. Everybody's loving that. D-Rock, this is really up, to, your brand is through the roof because of this. People really believe that you've got a little bit of talent now. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll be honest with you, Stefan and India have been talking, you've changed. You, you, you now think you're a big deal. I know, I'm just kidding. He's um, he's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Is he trying to like create, like. I'll, I'll add dinner tonight, I'll, I'll start some Yeah, expose him a little bit. Um, <laughs> uh, so thank you guys all for that. Uh, super excited about the book, the Snapchat stuff. There's a, lot, there's a lot we need to catch up on. I feel like very, like, I have to go fast today, so like, we'll, we'll catch up in 179. Um, but there's a barter page, we got that going on. The Snapchat thing we put together was phenomenal. Uh, the audiobook is done and in the bag there will be an audiobook if you haven't been watching Snapchat and Daily V. And I've enjoyed all the feedback from so many of you that are missing the Ask Gary V show. Yes, a lot of you are like, oh, Daily V is now my favorite thing. Cool, but a lot of momentum for uh, Ask Gary V. And so just to make the, uh, the, uh, the record straight, I will continue to do the Ask Gary V show. I've just been really busy. Now the good news is DRock's probably gonna travel with me quite a bit for Daily V during <laughs> the intensity that is gonna be March and April with the new book. And DRock will hack as a matter of fact, we'll come up with some side ideas where people can be the India of the show because you know I don't think we're gonna travel India. Sorry, India. Okay, it's fine. It's, right. it's cool. It's fine. Fine. Never be as good as oh, D. We got to start miking India. A lot of people are asking for no, that no. stuff. What do? Well, that's what you guys are supposed to be doing. Don't I know me? Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> All right, India. Let's get into the show. Chase asks, why are so many people worried about their marketing ability while their product is plain awful? Well, Chase, I think this comes down to something that I call ugly child syndrome. What I mean by that is, you know, at some level, people are very deep into their product. They've spent time and years and money developing their product, and they're stuck, right? Like, they think that good marketing or great marketing can fix that product and service. You're pandering, if you've watched me at all, you're pandering to me right now because you know that I love to say, even the greatest marketing of all time is not gonna fix your shit product. So like, I get it and I agree and I think the reason that people are in that place is it's less expensive and seems more practical to go and fix the marketing over your product than to scrap your whole business and start creating a new charger or a new you know, sneaker or a new shirt. Like, that seems like a reset whereas, whereas great marketing feels like a renovation and most people want a patchwork and most people want a quick fix and it's just human behavior that it's tough to take a step back and say, let's start all over. That's just not a place where most people want to go 
or can they even practically afford to go? So this is a very common problem for a lot of businesses and if you're in that spot right now, I think you really have to debate if you're better off kind of punting, going and getting a job than going into more debt or getting further along or the thing I think a lot more about and something I'll probably pound a lot more in 2016 which is opportunity costs. When do you cut bait so that you can go on to do the next part of your life because squeezing, squeezing a raisin for juice for another year isn't gonna get you anything. Thank you. I'm feeling sharp today. Nice. I feel really sharp. I mean, the audiobook, these guys, I'm feeling really goddamn sharp. Christine asks, what is the best way to bring awareness to your brand when first starting up? Christine, I mean, ugh. I mean, have you watched 177? I mean, there's a million things you can do. Uh, I mean, PR is still a basic tried and true, meaning like show up on blogs and be interviewed and show up on a blab and show up on a periscope and things you can do without a PR company and paying them two to $5,000 a year. Just hack, go on, you know. I mean, this is really like, this is almost tiresome. So what's her name? Christine, I'm sorry, but like this is like, I mean this is literally like, hey Gary, recap everything you've been talking about for nine years. I mean I'd almost rather you just Google my name and get those answers this way, but I'll pander to the context of the show. I'm a little bit pissed off at you, India, for this question. This makes no sense. There's a million things. Create content, use social networks. All of this stuff now doesn't cost money. See, the reason I love social media is it's layered on top of the internet and it doesn't cost you money. It costs you talent and time, but it doesn't cost you money. Like, email HuffPo and say, I wanna, I wanna guest blog, okay? And then you talk about your stuff. I mean, it's so easy. Influencers, send them free product. I have no idea what your product or service is, but there's so many ways to get exposure. I get that I'm good at it, but the blueprint has been absolutely laid out for so many people. It's content creation and it's, it's content and distribution at its most basic form. Content and distribution. The distribution game has changed so much over the last decade. The YouTubes and Facebooks and Twitters and Snapchats, they all work if you know how to use them. It's a tool, right? Like if I don't know how to use a wrench, it's not valuable to me. If you don't know how to use YouTube, it won't be valuable to you. But what you need to do is you need to figure out how to make them valuable or hire or partner with somebody that will make it valuable for you. But the the ability to get exposure now has never been easier. The problem is that means everybody's going into that game and it kilters the supply and demand of attention and so now everybody's got an at-bat and now the cream has to rise to the top. I don't know, like that? So it's a new perspective though, all of that. It wasn't super new, India. You use new analogies, which is always helpful. That's different than perspectives. Okay, fair. <laughs> Go ahead. Andrew. Andrew. Andrew asks, what normal tasks do you outsource? For example, preparing your meals, doing your laundry, etc., in order to enable you to focus on work? Well, I've outsourced everything my whole life. Either I outsource it or I punt it. Since I was about in third grade, if I didn't think it was valuable to me to buy the New York Jets, I've outsourced or punted it. School, couldn't outsource it. Couldn't say, hey, Brian Chen, real actual person, one of my best friends in middle school. Hey, Brian Chen, do my homework and take my test. Couldn't do that, so instead I just took Fs. Just punted it, sorry, I'm out. Uh, outsourcing, you know, when I went to college, I was not capable of doing my own laundry because my mom did everything for me, so I hacked and, I mean this is kind of awkward, but like I would like get girlfriends to do it for me. Like I would just like, I guess hook up with girls so they would do my laundry because there was no other way for me to do my laundry because to this day, as I sit here in front of you as a 40 year old man, I've never done laundry in my life. Now. I know you're judging me and I respect that, but I'm judging you because I'm way better at business than you are. So like, listen, it's fair. Like, I, look, I think, I think that there's, uh, 
I mean, I outsource every, I don't want to do anything. I would never, ever, ever do anything that I didn't want to do if I could help it. But I don't want to change my tire on the highway. I have, because I was stuck. But if there was a new Uber-like app called Tire where I could hit it and in three minutes somebody would be there, I would do that every time. I don't want to do anything that I don't want to do. And I believe everybody's the same way. And so I've worked very hard to try to put myself in the financial situation to do things, including fixing my weight and my health because I needed somebody else to really be full-time for me to get there. Um, and, then, and then I'm just self-aware about those things. I don't want to, I don't care how you judge me on never doing my laundry. Like, I get it and I don't think that I'm right, I just think it's my truth. Corey asks, I might be the best example of someone who gets distracted by width instead of depth. Do you ever have to regain focus? Tips? Yeah, Corey, I mean, you know, you're talking about like worrying about how many followers you have and how much reach you have and not worrying about if you've positioned yourself to actually convert on what you want to. For me, my religion is depth, not width, and so it, I don't struggle with that. I never care about how many Twitter followers I have or how much traffic I have to my website. I'm always thinking about the moment I'm gonna deal with in about a month, which is, you know, did I sell books, right? Did everything lead to that moment? By the way, is it March, is it February 23rd, my telethon? Yes. Great, February 23rd, get ready. Oh, we have to film the commercial for the February 23rd. Anyway, February 23rd, mark your uh, calendar right now, actually. Actually, can we get that on the calendar app on GaryVinnerTrip.com? We need to get that up. From what, 10 a.m. to 6? Yeah, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. I'm doing a huge telethon where people buy eight books and the whole thing, it's gonna be huge. Uh, anyway, um, I need to refocus on different things, not the, web, the, the width and depth thing. I need to uh, refocus on opportunity costs. This is gonna become my, the- you think you're tired of me talking about Snapchat? Wait till you hear much I'm gonna pound you in 2016 with opportunity costs because I'm becoming more self-aware that my misses in my career aren't necessarily the things I'm doing. They're the things I'm not doing because of the certain things I'm doing. Got it? So uh, I think that's what I'm trying to focus myself on which is putting myself in the best position to succeed and auditing my talents and my upside to allocate my time and my efforts. Travis asks, do you lose respect for business people if they go all fangirl on you, want to take pics, etc.? Do you feel respected or used? I feel flattered. I mean, I don't, I definitely don't, res- I don't disrespect that. It's the same way I react to Brandon Marshall or, you know, like when you're into something, if you're into, you know, the great blessing of my life, another nice thing that happened to me was I'm in the prime of my career when this entrepreneurship became something people wanted to talk about, right? And so, <laughs> I mean, for the things that I was taught that I was a loser at from first to grade to 12th grade has now become the foundation of people wanting to take selfies with me on the streets of New York. I do not disrespect somebody. I don't feel like, I, first of all, you have to understand how I roll. I already think I have an edge on all of you, so there's nothing to change, right? If you ask me for a selfie, I don't think like, oh, now I got you. I think I got you from the get. I think I'm better than everybody in that weird way when it comes when I put my business uniform on. So I, uh, I don't think it changes my relationship that somebody wants to do that, and I equally feel okay to do that to a Jets offensive lineman because that's the thing I'm passionate and excited about. For me, the feeling is very simple. I'm flattered, I'm humbled. I actually think the people that like me and are able to get through my facade of energy and ego and bravado and actually value my content are quite smart and probably have a little bit more EQ and maybe that's my own ego talking about myself but the truth is, that's how I look at it. And so I'm actually intrigued by my fan base. 
You know, a lot of people are always like, you know how a lot of you are like, man, you should have more YouTube followers. Like more people should know Gary Vee. All this stuff that you guys are so nice to me about. I'm not so easy to figure out, my friends. We talk about this. This is why I post on Instagram like, what was your first reaction to me? Because I want you guys, it's not for me to feel great about myself. I already got that. Check that box. That's set for life. It's for you to see how other people reacted to learn why this is all happening. I'm a little bit of a contradiction. I'm not so easy to figure out. And so if somebody comes up to me and says, I like your stuff, the things that I default into, the quick rush of emotion, the blood that rushes to my head is like, holy crap. Number two is like, did anybody else see this? Like, did India see this? See how popular I am? You know, like, number three is, huh, this person's interesting. They've been, they were able to figure it out. Why? You know, those are the things that tend to rush to my head. Great, good show. Good show, right? Yeah, it's fun. Uh, question of the day. Who's gonna win the Super Bowl? And why is the fun one. And number two, because I haven't been doing the show that much and I need con- comments, they're my oxygen, I'd love your audit on episode 10 and 11 of The Daily V. You keep asking questions, I'll keep answering them. <laughs>